Welcome to Couch to Coach, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. Before you enjoy this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast, we just want to mention and remind you that we have been shortlisted. We've been shortlisted for an award. Within our first year of doing the podcast, we've been shortlisted for a sports podcast award in the best fitness, health and well-being category. The Sports Podcast Awards were created to celebrate talented creators around the world and unite the sports podcast community. If you want to vote for us, you can go on to www.sportspodcastgroup.com and the shortlist and the categories are all there. So best fitness, health and well-being podcast. Please close on January the 28th for your votes. You can also vote for us by following the link in our bio on Instagram and Facebook. Please vote for us. Please. <laughs> and we are live. You jumped in, <laughs> jumped in before me. I've always wanted to do it. I've always wanted to do it. Go on, carry on. No, no, that's it, no. That's it, no. <laughs> and we are live. <laughs> you bugger. I've always wanted to do it. You jumped I in, just just a, I had my I mouth open to, to say it, and I thought, oh. Hello, everyone. I listen Hello. to the show every week, like the list, and I think to myself, how good would it be to do that? <laughs> I'll just start getting in. How you been? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, mate. I'm uh, not too oh, bad. Look at his little face. I've ruined his mind. Yeah, you've proper thrown me off now. <laughs> you've proper <laughs> thrown me. Oh, dear. So, uh, go on. How have you been? How have episode you been? 57, by the way, guys. We're on episode 57 today. It's, it's um, We're getting closer to that 100. I'm good. I am really good. I have been running this week, so let's crack on. Let's talk about my running before I forget about it. So my plan was to actually get to 50 runs, 50 part runs on the day of my wedding because I was planning. I didn't tell Laura this anybody, but I might go out for a part run on the day of the wedding because we get married on the Saturday. I don't know why I'm saying it really quietly because she's never going to eat me anyway. But I'm planning on going out for a part run on the night on the day of the wedding. Um, and if I ran, and it was counted as a part run this weekend. It was cancelled because of the ice. It would have been 50 on the day of my wedding. But it's not. It's going to be. It's going to be 49 now. But anyway, hey, never mind. But yeah, I've been, I've been running. It's been good. Um, I, feel, I feel a lot more motivated. I don't know what it is. But actually, I'm enjoying the running. Um, I went out on Saturday. I did the part run at Hanley. Got there. It was cancelled, like I say, because of the frost. To be fair, it was the right decision. It was very, very frosty, very, very slippy. It was like an ice rink. Very, very foggy. But I thought, I'll do it anyway. So I did it. I did the 5K on my own. Didn't get a chance to do a long run on the Sunday, unfortunately, which I knew I would get um, shouted at on the podcast, potentially, if I didn't do anything. So I went out on... Why didn't you? Because I, don't, I can't remember what happened. What was I doing Sunday? I can't remember. Mm. I was doing something. I can't remember what it was. Oh. But, um, instead, I went out on Monday. So normally I go out with Stoke Fit. I go drive to Stoke Fit with the Badly Green Wakeman's Club, do the run, then drive back. 
But I can remember when I was training for London, to make a little bit extra, I would run to, to the club, do the run, and then run back. So I decided to do that. So I did two miles to club, did uh, 6.5 miles with club, and then did two miles on the way back. So I did 10.5 miles on a Monday, which is yes. really unusual for me. Fair play to you, that is. I mean, that's good, that is. That mm. is good. You did 10.36 miles running yeah. for an hour and 45, so that is a long run. Mm. It's done. It doesn't matter what day you're doing on, does it? No. It's done. Yeah. It's done. You've missed a run. You've lost some miles. Yeah. Yeah. But the most important thing, I think, in marathon training right now is getting you your long runs in. Mm. So, fair play to you. Credit uh, where credit is due. Yeah, thank you. And then I played football for the first time in a long time. I haven't played football in a number of weeks because of Christmas, and then we've had things in, on Tuesdays. So I went to play football. Really enjoy playing football on Tuesday. Uh, didn't do anything yesterday because I obviously had the kids on a Wednesday. Went to watch AFC Crew. Uh, shout out to AFC Crew. Won two 0 against Stafford Town Development. Well done, AFC Crew. Went with the Bradley. Do. A, um, Stafford Town Development side. So like the youth side. Oh, yeah. Um, and then today, I've been out. So it's Thursday today. So I've been out before coming on the podcast. Did 45 minutes easy. And... Hold your breath, everyone. New hold, flash. Yeah, absolutely. Hold your breath. And I did strides. Uh, they were on my program. You set me a program. You said you would, and you have. So I went out and did 45 minutes easy. And I did strides as well. So I think I'm back in the game, guys. I'm back in the running game. You, you. I will give it to you. It's the most. I'm looking at your Strava now. It's the most miles you've done in a given week for one, two, three, four, five, six weeks. Yeah. In a week, so you've done well. You've hit some good, consistent-ish training. Yeah. And I think actually, if we're going to go with what we've done on your plan, because I've set you sort of like a two-week plan. Yeah. And I'm going to review that after the two weeks we don't want to go in and go right you know what let's bump you up to 30 miles straight away because as we know that's probably going to lead to potentially injuries because your body's not used to it because the last time you ran that sort of distance but the, the most you've ran in any given week for a while was the week of the 20th to the 26th of november where you went you ran 21 miles yeah so i think what we do is we build you up gradually but i have said to you i think what we want to probably do between now and manchester obviously we've got the the, the the wedding next weekend um we want to get day. You the big big day i've given you that weekend off oh, kind of me eh? thanks is um, that my wedding present that's your wedding present um <laughs> I think what we want to do is to realistically speak, if we want to get you up to 20 miles, I think three times between now and two weeks out of, from Manchester. Yeah. So if we can get some miles in your legs, an hour and 45 is good, 10 mile run done. I think if we can do this um, and you are motivated, what we can do is we can carry that on all the way through to Manchester, but actually focus on the process rather than the outcome. Try and drop in a few of the NSRRA races, the North Stars Roadrunner races, which we talk about later on in the show. Yeah. And I think that will set you up in good stead for Manchester because you you are somebody that enjoys racing. You enjoy the social aspect of going to races. You yeah. enjoy putting yourself through it. And actually, through the last few months, since Manchester, really, you've probably lost that mojo a little bit because you haven't had the races to go to. Yeah, that's probably um, true. I never thought of it like that. I must admit, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably hit. Coach's you brain. I was going to say, absolutely fantastic, Coach. Thank you for that. 
So that's what I think it is. And I think it is going to come back. And I said it, we've got an interview with Ken coming up later, but I said it to you in that interview as well, because, you know, no smoke and mirrors. We do the interview before. <laughs> I said to you that I think you're in a better position this time now than this time last year because yeah. at the end of London last year you'd stopped running mm. and we had to start afresh and I remember it being sort of a few weeks out from Olsager and that's where we are now mm. and actually you have been doing some running so I think we're in a good position yeah. we do need to start though Yeah, realistically we do yeah. need to start and I think that's what you've done and I think to be fair like I say it's been Christmas and, and it's, the weather, I think, my face, I can feel like I've been running because my face feels really chapped. I don't know what I'm going to have to do about that because I've got no, no, I've got I've got facial hair, but I've got no hair to hide on my head. So I just get really chapped lips. More lips are gone. Mm, yeah, my, mm. I can feel on my cheeks here really, really chapped as well. But yeah, but I am really enjoying the running. I really went, like I say, I went out this this afternoon for four, did near four and a half miles of my strides and I actually enjoyed going out and getting out and just doing a bit of exercise and I feel better for it I don't feel as sluggish when I'm at home and so I think that is something and I think you might say you've hit the nail on the head I do like the social yeah. aspect of running and I do run I like going out with Stoke Fit and I do like running with um, in the races because it's the social aspect before during and after as well so yeah absolutely. how's your running going it's going well. Um, Good. I still, I still haven't really missed a beat in terms of getting a run done. So you know, my coach plans my runs for me. I've not, I've not missed any. I've had a busy schedule with obviously Christmas break and launching some new mini athletics venues. Mm. Um, it's a really busy time at the moment at work doing that. So I've had to tweak the schedule a little bit. But in terms of mileage. Um, really sort of since coming off the back of the injury which was the week of sort of this looking at Strava the 6th of November I've been on I've got one of the beautiful Strava graphs where it just it starts down here and it sort of nicely climbs and climbs and you look like it's about to take off and it's going really well so that's what's motivating me weirdly at the moment to keep that going um my weekday running it's very boring it's very much the same at the moment. Mm. I think marathon training probably is that mm. for most people. It's Monday easy run with strides, Tuesday session, Wednesday rest day, Thursday easy run, Friday easy run, Saturday I do my big long run, Sunday I rest. Mm. And that's the way I do it because I work at a weekend. But the big things to report really are my sort of long runs between last episode. Um, I'm up to some good marathon block um, workouts. Um, So I've got, I think I've got 18 miles to do this coming weekend. But last week um, I did a really, really enjoyable marathon workout. So it was uh, a big warm up um, at easy pace. So I think it was 35 minutes easy pace. And then it was three blocks at marathon pace. So it was a 30 minutes I think a 10 minutes and then a 20 minutes all at marathon pace and they were paced at an absolute dream i think the first one i did the first marathon workout my mileage was about 633 per mile average pace but these three blocks this last week were done at 637 mm. um and i did mile six seven eight and nine bang on 637 per mile so i really zoned into a pace um i just felt quite comfortable but they're nice confident boosts going into these marathon workouts 
I haven't run 18 mile in a long time. I hadn't run 17 mile before this past weekend gone. Mm. Um, so I feel like I'm learning something new about myself every time I do a long run. Body feeling okay after them as well? No. Oh. No. Tired. Yeah. Body feels all right. After the first one, I felt really, really achy, but it was the first one time I'd gone to 15 mile. This last weekend, just gone, I did the run, I hydrated, I took Amelia to her mini athletics class. Um, so I was standing up and walking around quite a bit, got home, did some foam rolling, went for a nice walk, and actually my body felt fine. But this last week, if anyone's training for a marathon at the moment, which I know a lot of you are, reach out to us and let me know if you are feeling the fatigue because I'm just tired. Mm. I'm only probably three weeks into the block, but I just feel really tired quite fatigued a little bit run down didn't sleep very well last night um lips are chapped as you said i just feel a bit tired so i'm hoping i get this one done this weekend have a nice rest day on sunday and then i go into a spell of a couple of easy runs that start to bounce back a little bit and i think that's what marathon training is peaks and troughs yeah um it's just tiring yeah i can remember from last last time i was training for london it, it is very very tiring because you've got other things going on as well. It's not just about running. You've yeah. got work. You've got other things that are, that compete with running as well. And then you do the running, and then you, the, I think the sleep is disturbed because of your muscles as well, because your muscles are aching, and potentially if you try and move in bed, it wakes you up and all sorts of different things. Yeah, I think to to be honest, like there's there's a this is why I don't particularly like doing marathons. Well, I, I know I don't like doing marathons, and I've said it before. It's the training that's the hard part for me. Yeah. I enjoy the long runs. I enjoy the challenge, but I don't enjoy how it makes me feel throughout the week. I feel a bit tired. I feel a bit sluggish, and I know that that's supposed to happen. Um, But it's just making sure that you are doing all of the right things, and I don't think I'm doing all of the right things at the moment because how busy I'm at work. I'm not really getting – I'm forgetting to drink water. Mm. My diet is okay. I don't have a bad diet anyway, but there's more processed foods than than whole foods. Mm. I probably – I'm finishing work and I'm a bit tired, so I'm just sitting on the sofa. I'm not doing the foam rolling, the stretching. Mm. I haven't done any strength work. Mm. So I know that where we are in the block, there's still time to add these things in. But, you know, they've, they've got to start getting added in now, really. I think with the, the weather as well, I think hopefully we will start to see the light and arch coming in before, mm. before the marathon. I think that has an, a, a, will have a positive impact on you, as in everybody, um, with the with the training because who would rather run in the dark nights than in freezing cold weather or have a bit of a bit of a sunshine or whatever so i think people yeah will start to it's the down that. it's the downside to doing a spring marathon rather than yeah. an autumn marathon yeah you have to train in the winter months but then the downside of your autumn marathon is you're training sometimes the blistering heat in yeah. the summer yeah. so i think regardless of when you your marathon is it's all about making sure that you do the things away from the running that are important, the hydration, the stretching, the diet, the sleep, trying to get all those things on point because it does make your training easier. But we are just normal people with normal lives and that is difficult, but we can but try. Yeah. And just whilst we're on that, I don't know whether this has just came into my head, Potter's Half has been moved it's no longer going to be in the summer years because I think it's in June or July. I think that's normally, but it's been moved to October, I think, or September. Uh, so it's not as hot. I think I've seen it on Facebook, and I think it's been confirmed that that's the case. 
but Ooh. I will report back. I've seen it on Facebook over the last couple of days. So if that's true, I'll have a bit of that this year. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting because it was so hot last year, and I think that's the reason why it's been moved because it can get really, really warm. Obviously, because it's mm. summer, yeah, so they moved it to a later time in the year. So that might be might be really good. So we could do that as well. So. so. So if you are marathon training or you're training for anything in particular, let us know how your training's going. We've got yeah. the Strava group. Uh, you can reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook, drop some comments on, send us an email. Let us know how your training is going. But talking about local races, yeah. should we do our guest? I think we should. I think we should. We, he's been on the show before, so he is um, part of the show. I wouldn't even say he's a friend to the show. He's a part of the show now. Yeah, we've got Ken Rushton come to talk to us about last year's NSRRA and the highs of NSRRA from last year and also what's coming on this year and how many new people are signed up. So let's have a listen to And a Ken couple Rushton. of prickly questions. A couple of prickly questions, yeah. So let's have a listen to Ken Rushton. So we're back with Mr. Ken Rushton. He is back again. Happy New Year to you, Ken. Yes, Happy New Year to you, Rob. Happy New Year, Ben. Happy New Year, Ken. How are you doing? Yeah, we're doing good. Um, really busy time of the year for us, um, just this Christmas and early New Year, because obviously we've got presentation evening, which we'll talk about in, in a little while, but also is that we've got loads of people rejoining uh, North Ash Road Runners and new members, which we'll, we'll talk about um in, in a few minutes as well but i'd just like to really just um recap on on last season yeah 2023 definitely. seems a long time ago we're now in 2024 um i've got to say i can't remember um uh, a group going to the wire <laughs> and uh, it was just absolutely fascinating to watch sam and carl just battle it out all the way you know sam had win one carl had win one and you know we get to chadleton and don't forget we started back in february mm. and 20 races later the end of november um it's all it's all down to uh, going to the wire really um if carl won it then um, he was he was champion and if sam won it then sam gets a share of the championship yeah and i, I think it was written in the stars that it was that it was going to be sam that was was going to win it and they were, they were going to be joint champions because i think it would have been really sort of cruel on either of them to to miss out so i think it's i think it's a fair result um interestingly enough this is carl's 10th North Stats Roadrunners Championship, so wow. more than any other, any other male. So, you know, it's a great record. So he is the, Phil, ta- he is the, he is the Phil Taylor of the North Stats Roadrunners then? He is, he, he <laughs> is, he is. Has he always been in Group A, Ken? Has he always been in Group A? Yes, yeah. So straight yes, in at yes. Group A and he's stuck there? Straight, and... straight in, straight in at, at Group A, yeah. How many years has he won it? He, he's won it 10 times. Wow. wow. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, ten, this is his 10th tenth, tenth time. 
But fair play to fair play to Sam. Absolutely, Sam, yeah. This, this is this is his first year in North Slash Road. Oh, is first it? time he's ever oh, been a member. Oh wow! Course, so um, new kid on new kid on the block. New kid on the block gets there and gets the pip, yeah. pips, pips call and, and gets the group win with him as well. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure so that no, the stats are all there to be seen. Though, who's the younger man? Sam. Sam. Sam's the younger Sam's, man. Sam's the younger. Yeah, yeah, Ten yeah. Ten difference. So, but, yeah, ten year difference. Well, it, I think what it just shows is it just shows there's really ages and you know just a number. Absolutely. And you'll see this tomorrow night when you know you see some of the performances that we that we've had. But certainly in other league, when you know as we start moving down, you know down the leagues, there was there was little battles going on all the way through who was going to finish in top three. And uh, none more than your group, Rob. Yeah. You know absolutely. where you know Jay, you know James and Peter were battling it out, and yeah. um, it was funny. I'd had emails off off both of them, just saying, <laughs> you know, what what happens if we get the same points and every, everything. But uh, uh, if we've got people who are joint points, it's you know they so they're joint third. And both of those are promoted. So I think that even went down to the last race as well, didn't it? Because I think if Peter had beat beat James by one place, they would have the same amount of points. And Pete came third, I think, with 48, yeah, 48 points. And then James came fourth for 47. So they both got promotion. I can remember the start of the year when we were talking about me joining. We were saying about we want to get three promotions and I was hoping to be one of them promotions so Stoke Fit actually have got three promotions Mark Willey got promoted from Group F yeah. James Tunn yeah. got yeah. and also Pete Gibbs as well so I wasn't included in that top three but hey ho it's, it's at least we got three promotions in that group now if we move to the if we move to the the ladies as well um once again Izzy first mm. time that she's ever been in North Staffs Roadrunners smashed it um uh, from the times that she sent in is that um um it was M she was she was placed in M and judging from the times it looked as if she was you know sort of going to come fairly high up on on, on M but we've got no sort of um. What was going? What was going to happen as the scene? You know, the season went on. I think she came. Um, if she would have been in Al at all stage, she'd have come fifth. So yeah. good performance, but nothing that you think you know that. And then we went to, we went to Rudeley, yeah. which was the which was the second race, and she was actually first North Staffs Road Runners Lady Home. Yeah, but there was a, an inter area match at Rill. Where yes, there was. If you like, some of the some of the established staffs ladies yeah. had gone to run for staff. I remember Amanda Kelly so had gone still, there as well. Amanda Kelly had that's gone. That's it. Amanda Kelly had gone. So I still sort of think, right? We'll just leave. We'll just leave her in, in M and keep an eye on it. She didn't do nine and twenty, and then and then she did. Uh, she did seven, well, crew ten k put on by South Cheshire Harriers, yeah. and she just blew everybody out of the water. I mean, she ran thirty nine minutes, come third in the whole race with some, you know, quite class athletes, and uh, uh, she had to have the uh, the promotion email that people people get. And to be fair to Izzy, I got a lovely message back from her saying, "As uh, uh, the girls at Trentham have told me to expect it," <laughs> um, so she was ready for she it. Just uh, like I say. You know, I think we were vindicated with, um, you know, with moving her from from M to L. Just how she's gone on from, you know, strength to strength. 
So, um, yeah, so if you like, two new members, Sam and Izzy, and uh, both ended up champions. So hopefully we'll see them tomorrow night and we can have a chat with them. What we're planning on doing, hopefully, is we're going to have a, have a couple of live interviews on the actual night as well. We're going to take a couple of microphones that we use for the live podcast that we did on the way to Birmingham and we can catch up with a few people. So if you're listening to this just before you go to the awards ceremony, if you want to have a quick chat with us, come to us. Uh, we can do a bit of a live question and answer. Uh, you can ask us buy us a beer and we'll let you talk. <laughs> yeah, buy us a beer. Buy, buy, buy us a beer. Well, I'm doing dry January until my wedding next week. And then I'll have to have a few anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think it was a very, very successful, very successful season. Definitely. Um, like I say, culminating with, with tomorrow night's presentation, which is, which is a salad. Is it? Uh, we've yeah, we've we've sold um, close to 140 tickets. Oh, good, then. So we're we're well pleased with that. Um, loads loads of trophies to give out because and we treat everybody the same. So top three in every group get an award. Top three in every age group get an award. We've then got uh, first and second team, male and female. Um, We've got uh, members who've broken records. The seven records been broken, so they get a trophy. Uh, six complete runners, they get a trophy. They get a photo of them all all together. Um, we've then got memorial awards. Um, there's eleven of those. Like well, there's six memorial awards. Five of them are male and female. One of them is just for. Who scored the most points? As it's um, the Derek Evans Trophy, mm. and it's uh, whichever of the complete runners scored the most points wins wins that. And then we finish off the evening with the main awards: so male runner of the year, female runner of the year, male veteran runner of the year, and female veteran uh, runner of the year. So it's it's, you know, it's it's a good night, and we're going to be there till two o'clock in the morning. At this rate with all them awards. Oh no 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 no! no, no I run. No, I run a tight. I run a tight ship. <laughs> I imagine you do, Ken. On, we start <laughs> bang on eight o'clock. I've got work on Saturday done. morning, Ken. I've got to drive back down the M6, mate. <laughs> no, we done. We done at quarter past nine, and then buff. You know, Buffy's open, so you know it's sort of. Uh, it tends to be because it, it, it is all about the present presentation evening and we used to we did used to have a disco and everything and but you know basically people come to us well they were coming to us and saying can you tell them to turn it down because they want to talk yeah so we just have we just have background music now so normally you'll see people start to sort of drift away from sort of 10 10 10 10 15 something like that so uh, you should be tucked up in bed just after 11 Ben. <laughs> lovely to hear it no i, I can't do it. late nights the marathon training yeah. that i've started ken yeah. it's, it's knocking me yeah. about knocking me yeah. about so how many complete runners are there? there's six did you say there's six yeah six complete six complete runners and it's actually a fair we've got three ladies three men oh right okay that's good then. oh yeah that's really good yeah yeah but then, obviously, um, that uh, that, if you like, sort of brings the end to the twenty twenty three season, and we start to look at the twenty twenty four season, just over three weeks away from all stage. Yeah? Oh, is that all um, it is? We, three weeks. We, oh, three weeks. Three weeks on. Three weeks on Sunday. Yeah. 
Um, Did you start, out... start training? Yeah, yeah, You've got I've to start training. I've started. I've started. Yeah. Well, I, we haven't mentioned about my running yet this week, so we'll, we'll save that until after the, after this bit. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we actually we actually sold out um, the first week in January, so a month before we were sold out. And now I'm busy doing busy doing. I've got a, a waiting list, and I'm busy doing swaps for um, people. But I, I I include you two guys in this because um, if you go back to when I was what I was on before, and we were talking about getting ambassadors from each club, yeah. And the reason we wanted the ambassadors because we wanted new members because these new members will do the local races. Well, we're three weeks away from all Sage, and I'm just looking across, and we've actually got 149 new members. Wow. 149. Wow. So even if only half of those do the local races, it's another 75 runners in the, you know, in, in the local races. And they all listen um, to the back of the all listen to the Couch Coach podcast, put clearly. They do, of course they do. <laughs> they, 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 it goes... Your podcast goes far and wide now, and it has uh, far, <laughs> far-reaching consequences. I think, to be fair, most, but, of, Stoke um, Fit, most of Stoke Fit have been have, have asked to sign, been signing up through Amanda Kelly. Amanda Kelly has been doing an absolutely sterling job of getting people signed up, even if they haven't decided that they want to. She's like you are, <laughs> so she's doing an absolutely yeah, sterling yeah, job. Yeah, when 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 I came up with the idea, and I was sort of looking at, I was looking at each clubs and thinking who would be, you know, a good person to do it. Um, with Stoke Fit, there was just one person that just that stood out, you know. So it was it was Amanda's been brilliant. But to be fair, you know, all of the all of the ambassadors have. I mean, it's yeah. like um, Sandbach Striders. We've only ever had one, and Joe Moss is the ambassador there. Um, we've got Sandbach Striders, Audley Striders. We only actually had uh, one. Uh, Matt Kappa, who's Top C, um, he's took on the job there. We've got loads of orderly striders joined us, so really you know everybody's everybody's done a done a cracking job. So how many with, in total have you got um, then for North Stars Road Runners then? Right, so the total, up. which is up, which is as I say, with three weeks to go, we're still up on last year. We've got three hundred and seventy-seven. So mm. re- we're really, really pleased with that. Really good. What was last year's number? Remember. If you bear, bear with me one sec, I shall tell you. I shall tell you exactly. I've got all the, I've got all the stats in front. He's a stat man. Me. He loves the fact you've asked that question. The smile on his face when he had to go back in that spreadsheet. Here he is. Well, let me have a look. Last year, last year in total, we had three hundred and sixty-one. Oh right, okay. So we're 60, 16 up with uh, three week, three weeks to go. Yeah, that's so brilliant. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if we're sort of close to four hundred. Really uh, four hundred members this year. So you go, Ken. So you got some new. We got new members on last year, right? So when these new members come through and they have to post their times, have you had any that's come in and you've gone? They're going to give Carl and Sam a run for their money. Oh, that's a really good question. Have you had any like that, or you think, oh, that's going to give the the top ladies a run for their money, or they're going to cause a bit of trouble in the groups? Uh, not so, not so much in in A group. There's only gone two two in A group, and I think they've got to improve a little bit to get to the Carls and Sams. And we've only had one going into Alan, the same sort of thing. I think where the the two sort of most competitive groups could be, and we could be looking at early season promotions, are B group and M group, because. 
you look at the times and I try to be fair mm. unless it's obvious that they've got to go into into A or L. Try and give them a give them a chance and see if we can get a bit of competition in the in, in B and M group without it being ridiculous. But come all sager, come rudely, we'll be looking at it. And every year there there's some people that just jump out straight away that they're in the, they're in the wrong group. Um, you know, we we move them out and the the points then are recalculated. I mean, it's a difficult job because. Um, I mean, what can happen is that somebody can send us times in, in sort of, if you like, sort of November, and then they sort of decide, oh, I'm going to really train hard. Mm. And by the time they start to race, they're way quicker than the times that they've, you know, they've been sent in. So I've genuinely put them in the group that their times they've sent in, but they've improved. A new, so mem- a new member there. Sometime- Sorry, go on, Ken. So that's why sometimes, as I say, after the first couple of races, you know, people get people get moved. Yeah. Once we've done three or four races, it sort of settles settles down then, and we know, you know, we know where we are. We've had a new member, Group F, with Barefoot Blade. He's a, a new member that has joined, hasn't he? Yeah, yes, I've actually been speaking to um, speaking to Paul today because I don't know if you know, as he's had to have an yeah, operation being, to yeah, uh, take a, yeah, quite a big uh, piece of gravel or stone out of his foot. So at the moment, he's he, he's got his foot all like in a cast and everything like that. So um, he, he doesn't know yet whether he'll be ready for or uh, so I know he's got you know he's gutted at that because he was really looking forward to it is he the first barefoot runner in NSRRA then yes yeah brilliant yeah. there wow. you go that's a new accolade yeah. that's a new accolade that, we, that barefoot can take yeah someone wrote and saying he's in your group Rob yeah he's in my group yeah yeah he's in group F who's your money on Ken <laughs> well, well, this is this is really up to you. this is really up to you, Ben, because <laughs> one, one, th- one thing that um, that Barefoot Blade has, I think, got a little bit of an edge over with Rob is consistent training. That's up to you because I I see. I see Barefoot Blade posting his oh, posting his runs and he's out all the know, time. Every, he's out honestly. Yeah, I look every at, week I look that, at there they are. I might do a little bit of what I did last season. I started coaching Rob and then I switched to Mark Willits and Mark Willits got promoted. So I might do that with Paul this year. <laughs> yeah. So um, um, so I think that's um, that's what we've got to do. That's what we've got to do between us, Ben, is uh, get a little bit more consistency out of Mister Sillito. To be fair, what I've done, Ken, is I've, I've programmed him two weeks' worth of training now because this, he's obviously got this uh, lingering commitment coming up in a couple of weeks. In a uh, week, Rob, in, 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 11, in nine days. In nine days. You know, he's getting married. So I've given him, basically, uh, build up a little bit of fitness before the wedding. He's having two days off and then he's turning <laughs> the screw. And he's up to – I've said to him I want him up to 23 times before Manchester – so well, that yes, week I can yes, use one so, of them as, as a race. Like a good plan. Well, there's a race at the that's a new the new twenty. What's it called? There's a new twenty mile. No, what that 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 actually had to be shelved oh, really? until twenty twenty five. Yeah, okay. they they didn't. Yeah, they didn't have enough time to oh, to put it together. So what it's meant is is that um, Maidley, which 
I'm going to say it's a new half marathon, mm. but for us older people, it isn't a new half marathon because um, it was a very, very popular half marathon, you know, in the 80s. So Andy Beckerman's brought brought that back, and um, that's going to be race number race number four. Okay. Um, we've got a new reserve race, which is the Cheadle Spring Five, towards the end of March, and that's a crack. That's a cracking race. That one is as well. So five miler around Cheadle yeah. goes the opposite way. If you either have you around the Cheadle four, no. it actually goes the total opposite way. Oh right. Okay. So the Cheadle four goes out of um, a Cheadle towards Teen, yeah. and the five goes out through the town centre and does a does a loop around around the lanes. So is there only one twenty miler then this year? We've only got one twenty mile this this year, which is a South Cheshire uh, twenty. So. Um, um, the group mugs, the group mugs have arrived. Oh right, okay. So um, we, yeah, one of one of the uh, races that we do in that is at um, uh, the South Cheshire Twenty. Then I'd like to get my hands on one of them. I've got um, I've got an North Staff Roadrunners mug, but I haven't got a group winner mug, so I'd like to get my hands yeah, on one of them yeah. if I can. I have a cup of tea yeah, and, out one every morning. <laughs> <laughs> another another piece of news, and we're going to have. We don't know what we're going to do yet, but come come June, as North Road Roadrunners is fifty years old. Oh wow! First started in nineteen seventy four. Oh yeah, of course it did. Yeah, yeah. so fifty years old. We haven't decided what we're going, how we're going to celebrate that fact, but I think. Uh, Something that's been going for fifty years. Um, so other great. than having more people led into more groups, um, the ethos of it hasn't changed since no. day one. So, if there's any list, if there's any listeners out there that have got any ideas about how how Ken and uh, North Stars Roadrunners can celebrate fifty years, please let us know, and we can let Ken know. Only sensible answer. Yeah, that yeah, that that would be brilliant. Yeah. See if, see if there's anything that we can think about between us that we can come up with. Um, Maybe have a party somewhere. So it's in June, did you say? Middle of summer. Yeah, middle of yeah, summer. We could have a bit of a party in the park or something, maybe. Yeah, we could. Yeah, you know, we've got plenty of time to think about it. But yeah, if any of the listeners, you know, have got some got some ideas, it doesn't have to be in June. You know, we're sort of just thinking, you know, around the summertime. You know, sort of um, fit in when you know when's a good date and you know what we're going to do, but. Um, I think sort of once we've got the presentation out of the way, because I think a few of the committee will get their heads together yeah. and see if we can come up with, you know, come up with something. Maybe Ben so could it, actually run a North Stars Roadrunners race. That might be something. Oh, I've had a dig, so you can have a dig. <laughs> are you, why are you <laughs> laughing at me for? <laughs> Look, we all know if I turn up to races, I take the points over. Just be kind. Just be kind. What group? What group you putting me in, Ken? He hasn't had his letter yet. You, you stay. You stay. You stay in B. Oh, Am I? Okay. I thought so. Yeah, that's a good yeah, good stay place in. for me. I um. Stay in B. But if you do come and if you do come and run some races, there will be some there will be some competition. Oh. I say B group. B group is. Quite comp- I'm going to say it. There was competition last year, like the two races that I actually managed to do. Kieran Bedford, Kieran, Kieran Gilbert. Gilbert. I probably yeah. I've said it before on this show. The most enjoyable races I've ever ran. To be fair, absolutely mm. fantastic. And mm. I'm hoping two of them are coming tomorrow night, and I can have a quick chat with them. 
Um, yeah, both, both, yeah, both of them are, both of them are there tomorrow. Yeah, fabulous. So we'll have a good chat tomorrow. So I know somebody that's gone into Group B, Rob McHugh, who runs with Stoke Fit, he was originally in Group F. I saw him post it on Facebook. He was in Group F, and I was like, oh, oh my life. Definitely got no, got, got, going to get nowhere near the top spot with him. But then he's moved into Group yeah, B. Yeah, what, what happened, what, Rob, is a typical example of what I said to you, mm. is that from when he sent it, he's actually one of the very first new ones that I actually joined yeah and and then i started i've seen like some of the training he's doing you can see that he's training really hard doing quite a few miles um he was already one there and i'm thinking you know i'll have to i know i'll have to have a you know have a look at him and then when he posted his letter and there was a couple of like sort of uh, comments i went on power of 10 Mm. and uh, i thought oh wrong group and from Power of Ten, I picked up a couple of races that he'd, that he'd done, and I went to have a look who's around, around him. And to be fair, before I do anything, I always email the people. And it's not a yeah. surprise to me, and, and, and gave him the reasons why. Yeah. You know, and he come back and he says, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just do my best. Yeah. Um, if for any reason is that is one jump too far, yeah. and you know, C is the better one for him. That's where that's where we'll put him. But certainly, um, he had a brilliant run at Audley Five K as he was. I think he was seventh there. Wow. Um, and then he ran the uh, Andy Vickerman's Castle Primbo yeah. and was quite high up there with a good time. So that's why, you know, we uh, he definitely definitely isn't F. Yeah. You know, and uh, so do you know just when- keeping that, you know. Do you know when you say you've seen the training they've been doing? So are you stalking people on Strava? <laughs> Is that what you're doing? How's, how do you find yeah. out? What was that you mentioned about Power of Ten as well? What's Power of Ten? Power of Ten. Yeah, well, I can explain. Right. Power of 10. So the vast, the vast majority of athletes are signed are signed up to uh, Power of Ten. Okay. When you sign up to it, it automatically um, takes takes your race times. Um, you can go on and have a look at everybody's everybody's profile. Okay. So, so where you're just on about Rob McHugh, if you went on to Power of Ten, clicked on athletes and looked at it, search for Rob McHugh, everything that he's done comes up. Oh, right. okay. Uh, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a really good tool for me where I'm going to place, where I'm going to place runners. There's a similar thing with Run Britain. They do the Run Britain rankings, don't they? Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, very similar. So back to the question: Do you stalk people on Strava? <laughs> <laughs> I do follow quite a lot of people on Strava, but to be fair, a lot of people, a lot of people now as well, not just Strava, they do actually uh, post the times either, um, and maybe on North Staff Jogging Chat or uh, North Staff Road Runner. So you know, I just keep I just keep an eye on you know keep an eye on. Uh, you know, on what runners, you know, what runners are doing. And I've always got a keen interest in local races. Now, look, I'll always look at the local park runs. And I know sometimes they can be just training runs for people, but it, it just gives you a feel of where, you know, where, where people are at. Yeah. And all, all we want for the groups is to be as you know to be as fair as fair as we can. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've had a couple um, a couple of requests just saying, "Can you have a look?" You know, I think I'm in the wrong group, as in too high. Yeah. You know, because they they've been promoted, and unless somebody drastically 
times go drastically out the window. We don't move them unless they ask us to, you know, to, to look at them. And I think three of them have come um, from, you know, the times that we've given me as, you know, we've dropped them down the group. Yeah. You know, we just try and be, we just try and be fair, fair to everybody. I suppose it's, it's, you don't want to dishearten somebody because when they start, if, no, they, if, they, exactly. if they're coming like yeah. 10th or 11th or 12th in the race, they're thinking, oh, well, there's no point in me doing this. I'm never going to get anywhere. Yeah, so it's just, that, that's it. Exactly, exactly yeah. it, right? You know, exactly it, you know. So, top three or top three always go up, and it may be. Well, here's another, ex- here's another example is that Steve McCann from York. No, no, Steve McCann, he's Stonemaster Marathoners. Steve McCann went up to eighth. Fantastic, fantastic season. Yeah. Um, but um, he hasn't sort of uh, moved on that much. And um, looking at looking at his at his results, I think he's been in A for two years, and B was a better place for him. So Steve's gone. Steve's gone back to B. Yeah. You know. So we will look at people because, as you say, you know, we don't want anybody to be, you know, sort of disheartened. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle Delgado has gone up again as well, hasn't she? That's like a third promotion in the last. Couple, well, she's gone up to Ellen. She, I believe. No, no, Michelle was one, one. There was there was two. To, there was two together. They were in W, and it was after about four or five races. Went, and there was Clorinda and Michelle, and we moved them mid-season. Yeah, and we've been vindicated on that because um, uh, Clorinda's won the group. I think Michelle's come about fifth, but Michelle oh, yeah. stayed in, in M. Oh, she yeah, in M? She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She came. Fifth, yeah, you're out of fifth, yeah. 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 So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting watching. I think it's going to be really good, really good season again. Um, and if anybody's listening to the podcast that isn't signed up for North Stash Roadrunners, I'm pretty sure there are time, there is time for you to be able to sign up. Ken, am I right? Oh, you can you can sign up any t- any time through this, you know, through you know through the season. First race is all sage. Yeah. As I say, we're sold out at the moment, but we've got a waiting list. We normally get. Everybody in off the off the waiting list because if there's anybody listening to the podcast who can't run, just get in touch because we'll give you a refund. We'll give you a full refund, and we can just pass that on to the next, you know, the next runner, you know, on on the list. But yeah, as far as joining Roadrunners, Northstash Roadrunners, even if you go to All Sager. And then you see everybody with the letters, and you get talking to, and you think, "Oh, I'd like that." Yeah, you can join any time. Brilliant. So if you want to join, get in contact with Ken. You can go on the website. So if you want to go on North Stash Road, just search for nsrra.org.uk. It'll take you straight to the website. It'll show you all the fixture list. It'll show you last year's standings. It's got blogs on there, all sorts of different information. I think is my blog on there that I did for uh, Congleton Half. I don't know if you can find it on there because I know I was on the newsletter, but um, there's all sorts of information. On no, it's all, no, that's just that's just in the newsletter. That, um, so, but, yeah, that is. Is it a quarterly newsletter as well, so you get one of them as well. We we do two newsletters a year. Yeah. We do uh, we do one round about May time and then one towards the end of the season. And uh, once again, through your podcast, if there's anybody who's in North Sass Road Runners and they fancy doing one of the race reports, they're more than welcome. Just get in touch. You know, maybe it's a favourite race. Or maybe you're going into a, a new age group on that race, and you want to write your own race report. You know, you know, get in touch with us because we try and get, 
a different person on each race to do as a, a report so as we get a really good flavour of a you know of a newsletter yeah it, it took me back to being back at school to be fair it's the first time I've ever wrote something as long <laughs> when I was doing the Congles and half rip review I really enjoyed writing it actually because I'm a person that never remembers about the North Star about any race but I thought to myself because I know I'm writing this report I need to remember everything even getting stung on the top of my head I can remember that bit as well Lovely. Thank you, Ken. Have you got anything else that you want to talk about or add? No, I think I think yeah, I think we're I think we're you know we're we're good to wrap it up. So, awesome. uh, looking forward to you two guys um, uh, tomorrow, um, half seven. Oh, hang on, hang on. We've got we've got a question from Bam. I'll, I'll I'll just say two half, questions. Half seven for, for eight o'clock for eight yeah, o'clock we'll tomorrow. Don't be late. But like I say, we're on a tight ship and eight o'clock we're starting. We'll be there. Go on, Ben. So this time last year, Ken, we sat there and we asked oh, you a very special question. And it was, is Rob going to get promoted? I hate to tell you, spoiler alert, you know, you don't have to go to the awards ceremony tomorrow to find out <laughs> that he didn't. Uh... Is he going to get promoted this year? Well, I think me and you know the answer to that, Ben. I mean, you keep you keep banging on about it. It's one of the things I, you know, whenever I've given any advice to runners, it's a single piece of advice that I give to them. And Rob knows what that advice from both yourself and me is. Consistency. So it's over to you, Rob. Yeah, consistency. And I, I, to be fair, last year I, I was, I was, well, I was the fittest I've ever been. I got my half marathon PB. I just couldn't get to all the races and the competition in Group F. I think last year was really, really, really hard. And I can imagine it's going to be even harder this year. So I think it keeps you motivated, definitely keeps you motivated. And I'd like to think I can get more races in this year. So I'd like to think I could get higher up in the table this year. I mean, I know the last few weeks you haven't been overly consistent, but but But. I think you're in a better position this year than you were in last year. Mm. So if we come off the back of London last year, remember the reason we started the podcast because you'd done London and done no running (laughs) whatsoever. So you are doing a little bit now. And I think if we can get this Manchester block well and truly off the ground, I think you're going to go into the early... You might have to give up the first few races, Mm. but I think you're going to be able to put a good challenge in. Anyway, the second question, and feel free to sit on the fence, Ken. This season coming, Carl or Sam? Oh, that's even got a question. Even got it. Even better oh, question. That is, that, 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 is, that, is a, that is a brilliant question. And it's <laughs> one of them. I, would, I wouldn't like to put me pound on either of them because um, Sam, if you like, newbie, newbie on the block, and I know that uh, he has rejoined, and I know that he'll be going to win it again. But, but, Carl, on the, fence, the, wild, the, wild, the wily old veteran, don't ever, don't ever write Carl off. I think we could be in for another fascinating season again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it's going to be definitely going to be a fascinating season again, especially in Group A. Uh, I think there might be even more people in there because I know like uh, Steve Jennings who's in, in Stoke Fit, he's in Group A and, and he's a really, really good runner. You've got people like Christian Prince as well who who's a listen to the podcast. I think he's a really, really good runner. So you've got a few people in there that could potentially mm. spoil people's... Because I know Christian Prince came... came did he come third? Yeah, um, yeah Chris, yeah, Chris, Chris. Christian's been Check. Christian's been promoted once again. I mean, um, I've heard you mention 
when you're doing your Strava League, who's actually putting a lot of miles in, and he's in A group back Buckingham. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's doing loads, isn't he? Yeah. You know, so there's we've got some we've got some good good classy athletes. Yeah. But I think this around. is all joking aside. This is testament to you and your team, Ken, because I think it's really really well done. Definitely. It's really really well organised. There is that real competition through. Group A, all the way down through all the groups, whether you're male, female, whatever age you are, regardless of all that, I think it's absolutely fantastic and we'll keep supporting it because it is top, top racing, top, top competition. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like I say, you know, I mean, the thanks goes the other way because, you know, you two guys from, you know, when you first did the podcast, you know, you've supported, you know, sort of all staff road runners, you know, all the way through and we are, you know, we are really, you know, really grateful for that. And as I say, I know that a lot of our members, you know, they, you know, they listen to the podcast, you know, yes, they listen to it as, you know, they can get an update on what's happening in, you know, in North Sash Road Runners. But because you do other, you know, loads of other interesting things and loads of great interviews, you know, as they stay with you, you know, and listen to the listen to the podcast, even when there may be not anything about Northstar Roadrunners, and so it's you know it's a two you know it's a two way thing. Yeah, and we'll continue to support it as well because it is such a really like Ben says it's a really novel because it's not anywhere else in the country that we know that has this kind of format. It's a really interesting way of doing races because, like you say, you go to races and your race is normally against yourself. But whereas North Stash Roadrunners, you go to All Sage, you're racing against yourself to try and get a PB, but also you're thinking to yourself, every time somebody runs past you, have they got an F on the back? Have they got an F on the back? Yeah, and that, exactly, that, yeah, that's, you a little that's bit exactly, yeah, that's exactly right. If yeah. you're in North Stash Roadrunners and you've got your group letter on and somebody comes past you, the first thing you look at, what letter have they got on, on yeah, the back? Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. And it makes you feel, you, makes you, you can hear somebody breathing behind you thinking, oh, best not be an F, best not be an F, and then they run past you and they're not, you're like, oh, and then wait for somebody else yeah. right anyway love it thank you very much for coming on Ken and um, yeah. like I say we'll see you tomorrow we'll be there um, ready to, 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 to listen to the awards and uh, we've yeah. also got and a bit that, of a I think it's a great you know a great idea what you're doing you know just doing a couple of you know, sort of live interviews and then, you know, you can just pop them in next yeah, week's podcast. Definitely, definitely. I'll, we'll leave you to go and prepare the plate of bagels for Ken Shenton as well. So, <laughs> you know he's going to be yes, looking for yes, that. Yes, yeah, Ken will, Ken will be there getting, getting, his, uh, getting his, his award. Brilliant. Thank you, Ken. This episode is brought to you in association with the North Staffs Roadrunners Association. Proudly supporting road running in North Staffordshire since 1974. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. There we go. Always a good, always good for a, a guest. 
He's is uh, our Ken. Um, so I like <laughs> it when we get Ken on. Yeah, I do as well. I do. I really do. I like the question about who's going to win between Sam and Carl, and that is, and I would, I, I couldn't call it. I wouldn't like to call it either. I think Ken sitting on the fence. I'm joining you there, mate. I couldn't call. It's one of them. I felt bad as it was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> but I thought to myself, I've got to ask it. Yeah. The listeners are going to want to ask it. They've got yeah. to ask it. Yeah, I think um, I think it was a good question. And, and I think only time will tell. But I slightly say, Sam is an up-and-coming runner. Uh, Carl's got the experience. I'm not saying, that, not saying that Sam's got the experience, but Carl's got the experience of Nordstash Roadrunners and the racing and things like that. So it's gonna, it is going to be interesting. But like I say, there are people in that group that potentially uh, could cause an upset cause an upset as well. And I think it goes throughout all the groups, not just in yeah. Group A. And we know we focused on Group A and, groups and Group F, but I think in Group B and Group C and Group D and Group E, throughout all the groups, it's going to be interesting. We didn't mention, mention him, but Andy Torbit in Group E getting promotion to Group D. I think it's going to be interesting yeah. in Group D this year. Um and he might go for his, I think it's his third promotion in three years if he gets promoted from Group D. So it's going to be interesting. But we will report back from North Staff Roadrunners Association Awards. We'll have hopefully have a few live interviews that we can share with you next week. Um, and if you are interested, please do sign up. And I think we are ambassadors for North Staff Roadrunners. And I think we would be saying this if we weren't ambassadors. It is a great format. It is the some of the best races, if not the best races that I've been involved in. So please do think about joining if you haven't already and get yourself yeah. signed up and get you, get yourself in contact with Kent if you can get on that no, Alsager because Alsager is a really good race. So there you go. Shall we look at Strava leaderboard? Go on then, have a go look. Go on then. So the Strava leaderboard, Strava leaderboard, Strava if anybody else, if, if anybody is at the North Stars Roadrunners Awards and they can sing, we might ask them to do some drink calls for Walrus. <laughs> so, That's one way of doing it. Yeah. So from last week, so from Monday to Sunday, I always, always have to think about that bit when I say that bit. From Monday to Sunday last week, <laughs> I say every week and I still, I still complicate it. So from Sunday to Monday this last week, Monday to Sunday, sorry, in third spot. <laughs> see, I can't, I can't get it out. In third spot, with 69.0 miles, we mentioned him with Ken, is Pat Buckingham, so well done to Pat. It's scary to think you do 69 miles and you only finish third. Yeah, I know, I know, he's mad, isn't he? I'm, I've done 15 miles this, this week, and I thought, oh, I'm going to be quite high up, I am. 53rd, 53rd. In second spot, with 70.3 miles, we've got Katie Gillick, who is a Stonemaster Marathoner, I believe. And then... Top of the shop with 74 miles, it's Mark Wright. So well done, Mark Wright. In third spot this week, so to Monday to Thursday this week, we with 42.5 miles, we've got Carl Moulton. So we mentioned him with Ken, and I think his training must have started because he's getting he's, he's gearing up with a few fair few miles. He's changed uh, that today. I think he was. Uh, yeah, he was. he was second. I think. Yeah, we've got somebody. Earlier. We've got somebody Taras. Taras Bernos. I'm not sure. He's from Ukraine, actually. If you look at his his runs, he's, I think he's from the Ukraine. Uh, so Taras, if you are listen, if you are a listener to the show, get in contact with us. Tell us what you're training for. Um, he is fourth, and then second in the league this week 
with 42.6 is there again with 42.6 miles. Pat Buckingham, so well done, Pat. And then with 46.6 miles, um, top of the shop is Martin Pratt. So well done to Martin Pratt. Well done. Well done. With 201 members, we're on now. So it's really looking really, really good. And like I say, it's, you've got to run a fair few miles to get anywhere near the top of the leaderboard this day and age. Gone are the days where I got to, talk, I don't know how I did that, that that week. I think it was only about, there was about 20 people in the group at that point and I got top of the leaderboard. And Dave Morton did at some point. I think I got in the top three once, I think. Yeah, I think you did, I can remember. Shout out of the week! Shout out of the week! Go on, I'll let you do yours first. Yeah, mine's um, mine's a shout out and also a bit of a well wish at the same time. Um, friend of the show, been on the guest uh, slot before, is Barefoot Blade. Um, quite concerned for Paul. Mm. Um, in the week when I saw his updates of him being in hospital and mm. having got something stuck in his foot. Yeah. I think they thought it was a piece of glass. Yeah, triangular um, shape, wasn't it? Triangular shaped. I think they had some tests, some x-rays and stuff. Turns out he had a very sharp, mm. big stone. Like a sharp a stone. Tooth. Yeah, stone. like a sharp tooth. A bit, of, bit of gravel. Stuck in the bottom of his foot. So, really, I just wanted to give a shout out to Paul and just wish him all the best with a speedy recovery because I know he has, as Ken said, entered North Stas Roadrunners for his first season. The first member to be running it as barefoot. Yeah. And it would be a shame if he's not on the start line at Old Sager. But we wish him well. We if you're not on the if you're not on the start line at Old Sager, Paul. Don't get too disheartened because you've got plenty of races to go and hopefully you're back running very soon. Yeah, definitely. Get well soon, Paul. Or get well soon, Barefoot. My shout-out, my shout-out of the week, goes to a Stoke Fit member. So his name is Martin Bolton. He is a, a really well-known member in in um, Stoke Fit. Very encouraging for everybody within Stoke, in Stoke Fit. Um, and the reason I'm going to give him a shout out, he gave me a really good top tip this week. So I went out when I did me me race, me run, me race, me run on Monday, the 6.5 mile, the medium long. We were talking about how we're how he's training because he's training for Manchester as well, so he's running Manchester. And he goes out running in the day during his lunch break, so he'll have an hour for his lunch and he'll go out for about 45 minutes. And he goes out with somebody else who is actually in the Strava League, Mark Wright, who's won it this week. Uh, so they go out together. I believe they work together. So they go out together and they go for a run. Um, I think it is. I think it's them pair anyway. Um, but yeah, so it's a really good top tip that if you haven't got the opportunity to go out during the night, because he's just had a baby re- recently uh, and obviously wants to spend time with his partner and the baby as well and, and, and the kids. So going out in your lunch break, get it done, and then you can focus on home life after work it is a good tip when I used to work in the office I used to go for a run on my lunch because they had shower blocks there and Mm. and whatnot. and I used to take five minutes put my kit on if that and do my run five minutes to have a shower back at your desk if if you've got a job where you've got the luxury of probably being able to grab a sandwich after your lunch or before your lunch 
probably after because you're not going to run on, on a full stomach. But if you've got the luxury of being able to do your run, working from home obviously is a lot easier yeah. now. It allows people to do that because you know you don't even necessarily have to have a shower. You can do a, do a shower after you work, or you can get changed into your kit to start your day and just jump out on your lunch. It, it is really, really good way of getting your mileage in. Yeah, definitely something I'm going to try as well. Working from home is probably going to be easier. Um, doing that so that you say you can just go out, get the run done, and come back and straight back into work. So I'm going to try it. So well done to Martin and really good luck with, with Manchester training um, and I'm sure I will see you soon. We have got a couple other shout-outs as well. We put out a bit of an Instagram post earlier for anybody who's got any shout-outs for any of the runners that they run with. And Julianne Kettle has got in contact with us. She wants to give a shout-out to Kelly Amphlett for signing up to Manchester Marathon. So Kelly ran um, Manchester Half. I think Julianne ran it with Kelly. And I think she absolutely smashed a PB. So well done to Kelly. So it will be her first marathon. So well done. We will see you there. And then bizarrely, Martin Bolton has actually got some shout outs as well. <laughs> so he wants to shout out to all the Stoke Fit members smashing their early year runs. So well done to all the Stoke Fitties. And then bear with me a second and cough. <coughs> Apologies. Uh, Martin Bolton also wants to shout out to anyone starting their running journey with a couch to 5K. So we had on Monday, an influx of people coming to Stoke Fit for uh, Couch 5K and also people returning to do, do just do the normal runs. So it's really good to see and hopefully people will continue. I know a lot of people come because of New Year's resolution, so hopefully people will start to continue to come to them as well. So well done to everybody. If you are thinking of starting or have started your Couch to, to, couch to 5K journey, uh, let us know and we will give you a shout out as well. So Yeah, good luck on that. Mm. Interesting. Shall we have a look at the Couch to Coach Challenge? It's the Couch to Coach Challenge. It's where we set you a challenge, then you do the challenge, and then we repeat you just, the challenge. What? Have you just changed the jingle without consulting me? <laughs> no, I think it's similar to last week's, but... That wasn't the set. That's not the jingle we use. Oh, go on, what is the jingle then? I don't know, but it wasn't that one. Challenge. Coach Challenge. That's the one. <laughs> you just changed the jingle without consulting. I can't remember what the jingles are anymore. Sorry about that, listeners, for Rob confusing you with a strange jingle, thinking there's a different segment to the show coming up. <laughs> anyway, Gallus Coach Challenge last week was to go out running with the dogs, with your four-legged friends. If you haven't got a dog... Who let the dogs out? Absolutely. You haven't got a four-legged friend that's yours. You could have borrowed somebody's if you wanted to. Uh, and it went down really, really well. There was loads of people that ran. So um, I know that your mate Sam Reeves, he did it, didn't he? Uh, With quite, Woody. Yeah, so I did it as well. well Woody, Woody didn't look too happy about it. <laughs> Does I he mean, not normally Woody... go out then? No, I mean, I think Sam runs with Woody occasionally, but I think Sam gave up running with Woody because Woody wasn't too keen, and you could see you could see that in Woody's face. I think it might have just been a walk, and he just he still yeah. wasn't happy about it. Yeah, hope you're all right, Woody. So we've got Penny Massa. Penny Massa went out with her dog a couple of times. Chris Wood went out with his his, his dog. Um, Amanda Kelly went out with her dog. She. That was the reason why we set it, because we know that um, Amanda does a lot of running with her dogs. Joe Cordell did it. Uh, Trevor Hoyle didn't go out with his dog, but instead, uh, the Couch Coach Challenge with my four-legged friend, Dale, the mascot, 
which is a, it looks like an alpaca or a llama or something from the Silverdale. So up the Dale, the Dale mascot is called Dale as well. Um, who else have we got? Andrea Cawthorn from Stoke Fit. We've got Louise Gibbs from Stoke Fit. We've got Gail Peters from Stoke Fit. We've got Tony Brown. Tony Brown's very consistent with doing the Couch to Coach Challenge. I think he's been a previous winner as well. Um, so, yeah, we've had loads of people doing it. Um, so, I'll let you announce the winner. Winners? Winner, well, winners. So, we've decided this week that because of the efforts that everybody's shown, that we had a little consultation, didn't we, before the show? Yeah. And we've decided that we'll pick a winner each. Yeah. We picked two winners, and I'm just going to announce the first one. So... The first winner of this week's challenge is, drumroll please, Mr. Christian Prince. Well done, Christian. Purely purely for comedy value. (laughs) Christian wins it purely for comedy value. So Christian, at the moment, I think he's out in Montenegro. Montenegro. Yeah, we're not entirely sure why. So if you're listening Um, to the show in Montenegro, Christian, let us know why you're out there. So he went out on a run on January the 8th. He did seven miles, an easy hilly run, and the hashtag C2C challenge. He didn't obviously have a dog with him, but he's put up two very funny videos. Uh, The first one is him claiming that he was going to go and either borrow a dog or get chased by dogs. (laughs) And he's a man of his word. Well, we we don't advocate that, going out and getting chased by dogs, I must admit. We don't. And we don't, you know, support upsetting local Montenegro dags. Montenegro, I don't know, I just Montenegro. Dags? Dags? dags. Like, do you like dags? Dags. <laughs> Montenegro and dags. Dogs. But he did run past what seemed like a very um, <clears throat> vicious dog mm. and survived. So for that and that only, up on oh. recommendation of his friend Kieran Bedford, he wins himself some prizes. Yeah, absolutely. So well done, Christian. Well done, Christian. And the second winner is uh, just, and we've mentioned her a couple of times on the show already today, Amanda Kelly. Uh, she does have her own business with, running with dogs, uh, teaching people how to do run with dogs, so can he cross? And she is very patient with you because I can remember going out with Dexter and Dexter can be a bit of a nightmare. Uh, and she also did a bit of a guest blog for us. So on a weekly basis on Instagram, I do midweek motivation blog and she sent me some top tips for running with dogs, so how to do stretching and what to look out for, so making sure we're checking the dog's paws. So just to say thank you, and also she was out quite a few times during the week with her dogs, Gizmo and Sammy. Well done to Amanda Kelly. You have you have also won this week's Couch to Coach Challenge. Well done, both of you, especially Amanda. Yeah, absolutely. So what is the Couch to Coach Challenge this week? Is it go out and run with the rabbit? Or is it go out and run with your hamster? Run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run, run, run. No, it's not. This week's challenge is to go for a runch. A runch? A runch. Okay. What's a runch? A runch. No, I've just I've just pulled an executive decision live on air. I know. You were, we're going to do something different. You've completely, we're going to do something different. See, you've done it again. But, you've completely confuddled me again. Confuddled me this, this before when we first started with doing this hey, and we are live. Go. 
Kerfuddle's a good word, isn't it? I'd yeah. like to go rogue every now and then, you know? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do a runch. I'm guessing that means running during lunch. Exactly. Yeah, there you go, see. So you said you wanted to do it. Gonna give you the motivation. Everybody needs to get themselves out and do a runch. So you may have a schedule, you may be coached, you may have to do six miles, you may have to do 10 miles, you may have to do certain things, you might have to do sessions, and you can't always do them on your run, on your lunch. But I advocate taking time away from your desk during the middle of the day, whether you work in an office job, time away from your desk, whether you work on a building site, time away from your tools, time away from your work to get outside and do some exercise mm. so we're going to do a runch you need to do a run or a walk i was going to say we're going to be walking around lunchtime yeah record it on strava title it hashtag c2c challenge i just did a runch <laughs> okay i just did a runch okay running on your lunch or walking get doing them and we'll see who does the uh, the best runch. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm up for that one. That's fine, yeah. So, on in honour of Martin Bolton. So, let's do a runch. Let's all do a Bolton. Um, we'll go out and we'll run at lunchtime. So, there's the Couch Coach Challenge this week. Get out there. Go on Instagram. Go on Strava. On the Strava discussion. And let us know how you get on. Five with listeners. Five with Five listeners. With listeners. Five. Was that okay for you? Was that the jingle, correct jingle this time? Perfect. I felt like we nailed it that time. (laughs) So this week's five listeners is Alice Dudley. So we've met Alice. We've both met Alice. So I met Alice at Manchester Half Marathon and you met her at, where were you? Milton Keynes Winter Half Marathon with her and Alex. Yeah, I met Alex as well at Manchester Half. So, And I met her mum at Prestatine Park Run. So we've met the whole family. So this is Father Listeners with Alice Dudley. Question number one. What's your name, who, slash what club do you run for? Hi Robin Ben and everyone listening. I'm Alice Dudley and I run Fitchino Running Club. Question number two. What are your current running goals? My main running goal at the moment is marathon training. I'm training for the Manchester Marathon, which will be my first marathon. And then another aim I have for this year is to reach 100 park runs and I'm currently on 79. Question number three. How is your training going? My training for the marathon is going well so far. I'm on week three of a 16-week training block, which started on Christmas Day, and I'm enjoying having a structured plan again with a variety of different runs. And this one, question number four, is a regular question we ask all of our guests. What are your current PBs at 5K, 10K, half marathon, and marathon. So my 5k PB is from the Whammy Park Run and is 25.10. My 10k PB is from Crew 10k last year and is 55.04. My half marathon PB is from Manchester Half and is 155.08. And Manchester is going to be my first marathon, so watch this space for my marathon PB. 
Question number five. What is your best tip you can give to someone about running, either starting running or just running in general? My favourite running tip is to dress for mile two. This is something that I've heard many runners say and it's really helped me this winter as I've struggled knowing what to wear when going out in the cold nights. And the last question is your chance to ask the listeners a question. So what is your question and who is it for? My question is for the both of you. I've always enjoyed doing a variety of different races, but over the past year have particularly fallen in love with the half marathon distance. I wanted to know what your favourite distances to race are and why. Thank you very much, Alice. So our top tip was to dress for mile two. And I was a bit like, uh, what do you mean, dress it's for a, mile good, two? It's, it's a good tip. It is a good tip. Because I, like, I, I emailed her back because she doesn't really elaborate on it on in, in this in this snippet. But I asked her what it meant. And she says, well, it basically means to dress for mile two. So if you're going out and it's quite cold, by the time you get to mile two, you're going to be a lot warmer. So I, I've, I've done it before in the past. You go out, you put a coat on or you put like a jumper underneath. And by mile two, you're absolutely sweltering, even if it's really, really hot. Really, really cold. Sorry. So yeah, it's a really good top tip, isn't it? So dress for mile two. Yeah, similar lines to that. Five and below, no skin on show. Okay. There you go. Another top tip for you. Five and below, no skin on show. The problem is, I've got loads of skin, especially on the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, your face is different, but you know you can stick hat on. But where does my face my face end and where does my head start? That's the question. <laughs> no. Should we answer a question before yeah. we get into trouble with <laughs> que- water? <laughs> the question is, thank you for doing that, Alice. And the question is, uh, what is our favourite race distance and why? You go first. So my favourite race distance, I've said it before on the show, I think is probably 10K. Um purely because it's not too far and it's far enough if that makes sense it's, it's 10k yeah it's 10k <laughs> and you can get to quite decent speed and you can hold that consistent speed and i think that's yeah. what i like about it but i must admit after running manchester half marathon and actually i think nailing the pacing a little bit more and knowing what it entails because i think it's my I want to say fifth or maybe sixth half marathon, maybe seventh actually. I'm mm. getting to love half marathons as well. Um, so it's a battle between 10K and half marathon. But it all depends on, I think, depends on the venue as well. So I love Wilmslow 10K because I know it. I've ran it before. And I know I love Stafford, and Stafford half and Potter's half because I've ran it before. And I think if you know the venue and you know what's coming up, I think that has a has a good impact on the race as well. What about you? Mm. It's certainly not marathon at the moment because <laughs> the training. It is, yeah, it's it's half marathon all the way. Not even a not even a discussion because I think with a marathon, right from the get go. I can train for a marathon and it doesn't take too much out of you. Yeah. It doesn't demand too much of your time. Half marathon, half marathon do you mean? 
half marathon sorry yeah. yeah it doesn't demand too much of your time i don't think you need to be doing silly amounts of mileage you just need to be consistent and put some variation into your training the race day itself it doesn't take too long for me in terms of how much of my day it takes yeah um it's depending upon where you were traveling to you know i can get my half marathon done in you know 80 minutes and with a warm-up it's a couple of hours out in the morning um the race itself you know you don't need to carry large amounts of energy gels two to three energy gels will get you through it the pacing you can get into a nice comfortably hard pace and see how that holds it again like you said if you're pacing it well it's just it's just the perfect distance for me i think it's it doesn't demand too much but you know you've got a challenge in front of you yeah i mean all, all races are challenging for different reasons but it's to me it's the most enjoyable yeah 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 and like i say i think i've started to fall in love with a half marathon i would never imagine me saying this me saying that a couple of years ago when i first started running again uh, because half marathon was like a really big really big challenge but like you say it doesn't it doesn't take that much of training uh, and don't get me wrong, people that are listening to the podcast who are starting new, um, absolutely, it might be something that you're thinking to yourself, I don't know what they're on about. It does take a lot of training. And yes, it does. But when you get to a point of where you can consistently get the training done, you will start to hopefully, similar to what we're talking about, fall in love with a half marathon. I mean, this is running. It's it's individual for many reasons. Yeah. My favorite race is a half marathon I'd, I'd you know I'd, i would never pick 5k as my favorite race some people pick 5k as their favorite race because it's a nice short enough distance for them to finish they still get the challenge from it yeah. and this is the beauty of running it, it is all about your journey where you're at with your current fitness and your goals um and although we've answered this question it's a great question it's mm. it's it's one of those that produces us a bit of content for the show it gives us a discussion point but you know, it, it's understanding what gives you that motivation to keep running. Yeah, yeah. Some 10Ks I don't like. I can remember doing a couple of 10Ks thinking, oh, I really didn't like that one. Um, but like I always think, it is down to the venue. And down to, it's down to how you feel in the day as well. Sometimes you feel rubbish, and then sometimes you feel really motivated. And it all depends on how you feel on that day when you get there and actually run the marathon and the, the weather conditions as well. Because I remember running a half marathon in, in the torrential rain and thinking I really didn't enjoy that. Whereas I did a half marathon again, potters off. We've mentioned it on the show where it was really, really hot and I didn't enjoy it. So it just depends on the venue, the weather, and how you're feeling. So I know many people would say their favourite things cross country, but that's a yeah. different discussion altogether. Yeah, trail running. I know a lot of people like trail running, and also like ultra marathons as well, and triathlon. So there's a lot, of, and I think I'd like to try. I'm not saying I ever do ultra marathon. I must admit, cause it's quite a big challenge. But I think I'd like. I can't swim for toffee, <laughs> so um, I might try. Would you have to swim in an ultra marathon? No, I'm into the triathlon. <laughs> you might have to swim an ultra marathon, especially with all the floods that's out there at the moment. Um, but yeah. Anyway, thank you for the question, Alice. Uh, thank you for doing the five with the listeners. If anybody wants to be a five with the listener, please do get in contact with us. Reach out to us and say, please, can I be a five with the listener? I really love the jingle that you play at the start of it. So please, can I be on that with you? No um, one. <laughs> I can send you the questions you can answer the questions and we can put you on to the show so please do get in contact if you've got any questions or anything that you want to ask us 
please also get in contact via the usual systems. You can contact us on Instagram at couch2coached. We're on X or Twitter. We're on TikTok. We're on Facebook. We've got quite a few new list- followers on Facebook recently. And we're also via email at couch2coached at outlook.com. And on that note, I'm going to say goodbye to you, Mr. Russell, and I will see you tomorrow, tomorrow night at the North Staff Roadrunners. Podcast. See you tomorrow, and we'll see some of the listeners tomorrow. Don't see forget, you later. Don't forget to vote for us. Please do vote for us for the podcast award, and we will see you all later. See you later.